We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Hopefully the Australian cricket team can achieve good things at the World 2020 coming up. Um, Not in the greatest of form, in the shortest form of the game, but we've got a pretty good bowling attack and it's just up to the the blokes uh, with the bat to to get it right. And we might be a sneaky chance to talk about that and plenty else, the Ashes and uh, what we've seen so far in the domestic competition, the WBBL. Darren Berry joins us right now. Now Chuck will be part of the SEN uh, crew for the Super 12s when it gets to that stage of the T20 World Cup next Saturday with Australia playing South Africa. Darren calling with Sam Hargraves for all the Australian matches. SEN also going to cover the Big Bash and the Ashes later this summer. Uh, Morning, mate. How are you? Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Nick. You're a busy boy. Adam, I'm uh, tuning in last night watching the domestic one-dayers and your voice is on and then up bright and early this morning, you and Nick to do it all again. Darren, how is he as a cricket commentator? <laughs> how uh, You would have heard uh, some of the greats of the uh, of the cricket commentary around the world. How does our, our mate here fare the commentary of cricket? Well, Nick, as you would know, as a, as a gun footballer, I was there that night calling, mate, just to uh, stroke your ego. The, the night at the SCG, I was there commentating. Um, How'd you go? Did uh, you get I, the call? That you get? Which, did you? I, I haven't heard your call. Did you? You can reminisce for me if you like. <laughs> I, I was low down the pecking order, mate. Ah, I don't fair think. But uh, no, that was a great one. But back to Adam. You know, in footy, Nick, uh, one of the trophies you always want to win is most improved. Yep. I think uh, you don't want to win the coach's award, but if you get the most improved, I think it's good. And I reckon, uh, no doubt, Adam, I mean, he's got all sports covered, as we know. He's a genius. But I think most improved in cricket. Really enjoyed it last night. Thank you, mate. Appreciate it. I just sat there and laughed at Kerry O'Keefe all night, basically, which is <laughs> quite easy, easy to, to do. do. <laughs> the, the, his line about when Morno Morkel mentioned that he uh, he changed his run-up from 20 metres to 28 metres, and Kerry just chimes in with, that's a bus ride. <laughs> and how many school zones yep. did you go through? Had me in stitches, as always. Hey, and I you... really enjoyed it when Kerry, I enjoyed it when Kerry asked uh, Morno whether he'd been involved in the IPL. I thought that was a beauty as well. Yeah, <laughs> only eight times. Eight times. <laughs> Preparation is key. Oh, you run a tight ship there, Adam. Well done. Yeah, thanks. Oh, it's my fault. I didn't know Kerry was going to ask that. Hey, what did you make of this week, these two games that we saw in the Marsh Cup, firstly? Um, Chuck, with, yep. I mean, Travis Head, you look at the Australian batting lineup, and I know it's a one day, I know it's a road, Karen Rolton Oval in Adelaide there, but 230 of 120 odd balls is something extraordinary. Is he out of the equation for the number five? Um, no, uh, number five in the batting order for Australia when the Ashes starts? Well, not not in my eyes, but I mean, it's an opinion game, Adam, as we all have our opinions on sport that we watch. And I was actually a little surprised, to be honest, last year when they had to make the call between Travis Head and Matthew Wade. I thought for the future, their records were very similar, and I thought for the future that maybe Travis Head was a better bet. Um, he's made a start to the season, not only, as you mentioned, 230 is a real statement, I mean, it's like kicking five in the last quarter to get your team through. You know, you make a statement. You don't just kick one over your head. You kick four or five. Um, he's made a statement, but he also did it in the Shield game. Yes, you can say Karen Rolton, which Kerry said several times, is, um, you know, it's flat and it's it's conducive for batting. But he's made 160, I think, in the Shield game. And then he's doubled with a 230. So he's certainly doing all that he can and more. And I think he still should... 
I mean, I'm a bit biased because I coached him in Adelaide, but I think mm. he's got a lot to offer still. Uh, Chuck, Will Pukowski, uh another yeah. concussion, just uh, <sighs> devastating for this young fella who was um, in the lineup. Yeah, I agree. It, it is because he's such a super talent. And I just, I was really shocked the other day. I didn't normally, you, you know, before it goes to press, but I'm a little bit out of the loop and I didn't know that he'd been hit again at practice. From all the reports from the people I've spoken to, it wasn't that bad again. It was innocuous. He got hit. Oh, well, he was okay. And then it was actually the day after that its symptoms started to show. So, look, you can't hide that it is a concern. It's been, you know, I think eight or nine times that he's that he's had this situation. But I just hope, I really do, that he comes good because we we need to see his talent on display at the highest level. He's a real... He's one of the best I've seen as an under-21 cricketer uh, for a long time. So I hope to see him. Yeah, so Tim Payne mentioned on his show at SEN down in Tasmania yesterday that he would have had him as a walk-up start to partner David Warner in the first test, uh, wherever that might be, probably Brisbane. But now it opens it up and, and probably Marcus Harris is the, the next cab, um, unless you think otherwise, Chuck. No, I think that's probably the most likely when the Australian captain sort of comes out with that info. You know, uh, he's pretty honest, Payne. So I think that's probably at the moment the pecking order. Um, you know, there's so much to look forward to. And Ashes Summer, as you said, I can't wait for that. And I'm glad now all the hoo-ha of England, well, I think it's put it behind us and they're coming. Uh, we've got the Women's Big Bash that started, guys. We've got the domestic one-dayers that are, that are on TV, which is great. Uh, a massive summer and the T20 World Cup, as you mentioned from the outset, that I'm lucky enough to be involved with SEN calling calling all the action uh, for all of the Australian games. So even the people that don't have the privilege of having free um, uh, pay TV, sorry, tune into SEN and we'll do our best to paint the picture of what's going on uh, in the UAE. And I think the Aussies, whilst our record, and I heard you guys in introduction say that uh, we're, we're poor in T20. We have been poor for a long time. Uh, there's no reason why we should be poor because you look at the team and I, I think it's a genuine contender. Yeah, and it's interesting, Chuck. Like you look at the success of what the Big Bash has been and there's not too many internationals that come out here and, and we sort of hold our own and, and we sort of think that that Big Bash competition is great and it just has not been able to translate onto the international scene. Why do you think that is? Uh, it's a good question and, I mean, there's plenty of theories, but one thing that I'm strong on is pick people to play specific roles in the team. And I really believe our Australian T20 team has been disjointed. And what I say by that, the right players, but on the wrong seats on the bus, they're yep. playing them out of position. When, you, when you're playing the big bash, if you play six, eight, ten games and you open the batting and you dominate, well, when you, you get picked for Australia, don't bat at five, yep. you open the batting. Now, it's hard because, in, you know, at the moment, obviously, Finch and Warner will open the batting. We can talk about their preparations, you know, leading in. There is some concerns for me around that, what's happened in the IPL. But equally, like, I'll give you one right now, and I'd love to hear you two, what your impression is. Matthew Wade, who is a street fighter, I love him. I love having Matthew Wade, and he's a very good batsman in T20 cricket. But he plays for the Hobart Hurricanes in the top three, right? And that's where he scores his runs. Now, they're talking about they're going to batch Mitch Marsh at three and Maxwell at four or five. I'm not sure whether Steve Smith actually fits into the team. And they're going to use Wade down the order. Well, that's not where he plays. And it, it is so different. Yep. In T20, you, you, you train your role and then you go and play your role. And that's my major beast that I think the Australian T20 side has picked people 
out of position and played them in uncharacteristic roles that they're actually used to. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And look for our New South Wales, New South Wales went through this probably in the state of origin where the, the four best players or five best players were all fullbacks and they're like, well, let's just pick one in the centers and put one on the wing and we'll have one at fullback. And and you're right. They didn't, they, they, they picked the best players. They didn't pick the best team. And from what I can gather with, with T20 is, I think when it first came along, Chuck the T20 was like, oh, all you got to do is just try and stand there and, and hit it over the fence. But the strategy and no. the skill around it is more so than, than maybe test cricket. I'm not really sure. But the, the, great, the, those, great observation. those niche roles, are because it, it's only 20 overs and, and the moments that you get in, in, in important games aren't extrapolate. That's a big word for me on a Saturday morning show. Spell it. <laughs> Spell it, IT. Um, <laughs> but the T20, the, those moments, Chuck, they come and they go very quickly. And if you haven't got the right person there at the right time, you, you miss those tricks. Beautifully put. Couldn't have said it better. And uh, that's exactly what I'm talking about because it is all about matchups. And it's a, it can be a little thing like one over where you need the left-hander on strike to face the left-arm orthodox spinner to hit with the spin to the short boundary. He takes 20 off the over and the game changes. If you've got a right-hander on strike that's not a big hitter and the left-arm spinner can pin him down for three balls, I'm telling you, the game can change right then and right there. That's how precise the T20 game is. And I I really hope that if the Australians pick not... Not necessarily the best cricketers that you look at. It, oh, they're the best. Mm. Pick the player that can play the role. He's the man that can finish for us. He's the man that we need at the top of the order when the field's up. You know, he's the man that needs to bowl with the new ball, and he might need to bowl three or four overs. You know, Josh Hazelwood, if he plays, let's use him when the ball's got some bump and some seam. He played in the IPL winning team last night and did really well. But otherwise, you know, maybe he's not not in the best team and Kane Richardson's a better bowler because he's a better Yorker bowler and he can bowl slower balls. These are all the things that I really hope, and surely they are doing that, but that we haven't done it in the past and it's been frustrating as an observer. It's the first time I can remember in a T20 for a while that we've had in the squad available and not saying, as you just mentioned there with Richardson, that um, Hazelwood, Stark and, and Cummins are all in the one place. Yep, and I'm I'm not convinced, all right. And this I know this is in Sydney. I might be held down. <laughs> but those three are champions. Those three are champions, and those three in Test cricket alongside Nathan Lyon, I think, right up there, their best bowling attack ever. But I'm not convinced all three of them are in our best T20 side. I'm really not. Now you've got to pick horses for courses. <clears throat> uh, Adam Zampa is going to be in there. Ashton Agar are going to they're going to play two spinners. I'll give you another thing. I think we've underutilised spin in this format of the game, and spin is king in T20. Absolutely, we're going to go to the UAE on tiring wickets. So don't be afraid, Australia, to play three spinners. Play Mitchell Swepson as well. Leave one of the quicks out. <coughs> Ashton Agar is more than handy at number seven or eight with the bat, mm. and that's all right. You just Hazelwood gets left out for Swepson, you know. And and I really hope they do that in a couple of fixtures, Adam. And I'm looking forward to commentating because. Dubai, for example, has much bigger outfield and conducive to spin. Sharjah, where we play a couple of games, short boundaries, the surface is like Karen Rolton. It's a belter. You know, spin might disappear. You need to pick horses for courses. 
Uh, just some breaking news as well. We've got you on the phone, Chuck. They've, they've said today, which is good news for the competition, that the WBBL down in Tassie will go ahead this weekend. There was fears, obviously, that with Southern Tasmania in a snap three-day lockdown with a COVID case, and dude, what did he do? He broke out of quarantine, went to Woolworths and carried on like an idiot, unfortunately. So yeah. um, everyone down into a lockdown down there. But the, the matches this weekend, two double-headers, uh, Saturday, Sunday, they will go ahead, just no one in the gate. So, um, yeah, at least we can watch a bit of cricket over the course of the weekend and, um, yeah, look forward to the T20 World Cup and um, with the, uh, the pre-tournament to the seeding tournament to the qualifiers, Aman playing PNG, <laughs> Chuck. What a clash, clash of the titans. Yeah, that's a big one. And, and um, hey, we joke about it. It's massive for them. So good luck to them. And then I think the Aussies have got to warm up on Tuesday against the Kiwis from memory. So there's a bit of bit of lead up. And you're right. Look, we're going to have, we all know what we've dealt with over the last two years. And it's been horrible. One of the worst periods. You know, I've got teenage children. It's just been horrible for them. But I think now where the vaccination rate is, and I'm not a medical expert, but um, I must have been I've worried a little bit about some of the decisions being made. We, we've got to get on with it. We've got to play the game. You know, people aren't vaccinated yet. They might not be able to go to the ground. But we've got to... I'm so glad to hear what you just said because I was afraid with, you know, three cases or whatever it was, they're going to shut down again. I thought, oh, surely we're not going back to that. So yeah. let's move forward. Um, it, it's it's going to have some pain associated with it, for sure. I mean, we've got 2,000 cases every day down here in Melbourne at the moment. We locked down when we had, you know, 10 cases. And now we're going to open up with 2,000. But the key, obviously, is our vaccination then was 40 we're now heading towards that golden number of 80 and, and let's you know let's get on with it let's we've got to live and i can't wait for the, the summer of cricket ahead likewise darren barry really appreciate your time this morning mate and look forward to your calls on sen of uh, the australian t20 matches and hopefully it goes all the way to the final as well thanks boys good chatting nick don't ever ever let that memory die mate i've loved your tweet for you've been letting people know uh, <laughs> oh, just keep it going buddy keep it going you... keep the dream alive mate thank you yeah he, he, he... <laughs> i don't think he goes a day on earth without mentioning that for some reason and um that's the quota field for today thanks to chuck cheers mate we'll catch you soon cheers boys life's so full on i've been working on this deck for ages these steaks don't cook themselves you know Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.